Welcome to the About Seth podcast, where we're talking all things Seth Godin. I can't get enough of Seth Godin. If I'm not his biggest fan already, I'm, I'm sure I'm getting close to becoming his biggest fan. Today is the first part of a multi-part series where I'm breaking down and summarizing some of the best bits from his book, Poke the Box. This is one of his relatively new books published in 2015, and it's very small. It's only about 80 pages, but I feel like it's, uh, it's a work of art, absolute work of art. Dan Pink says, like the man who produced it, Poke the Box is inspired and inspiring. And Stephen Pressfield says, a one-two punch, half kick in the ass, half cheerleading encouragement. Now, as I said, this is the first of multiple parts. It's going to be broken down into a few parts so that uh, I guess it's small little, small little snippets. The book is written in small little sort of half-page blog posts. So it's really easy to read, really powerful stuff. And on the cover, Seth asks... When was the last time you did something for the first time? And uh, the quote at the start of the book, he says, the job isn't to catch up to the status quo. The job is to invent the status quo. So let's get into some of what I thought were the best parts of Poke the Box by Seth Godin. The Initiator. The book begins with a story of a lady named Annie Downs. One day she said to her boss, I've got an idea and I'm going to start working on it tomorrow. It won't take a lot of time, and it won't cost a lot of money, and I think it's going to work. With those two sentences, Annie changed not only her life, but also changed the direction of her company for the better. Now, you're probably wondering, like me, what her idea was, or you might even be curious about how she pulled it off, but that's not the point. That is the wrong question. The change was in her posture. Annie was no longer waiting for instructions or working through a to-do list. She took initiative. It's all about becoming someone who starts something, someone who initiates, someone who's prepared to fail along the way if it helps make a difference. Your turn. Imagine that the world had no middlemen, no publishers, no bosses, no HR folk, no one telling you what you couldn't do. If you lived in that world, what would you do? Go. Do that. Today, intermediaries and agenda setters and investors are less important than ever. Money and access and organizational might aren't the foundation of the new connected economy. Initiative is. This is a manifesto about starting. Starting a project, making a ruckus, taking what feels like a risk... It's not just about thinking about it or having meetings about it or filing applications and doing paperwork. It's about starting. Go beyond the point of no return. Leap. Commit. Make something happen. The seventh imperative. The first imperative is to be aware. Aware of the market, of opportunities, of who you are. The second imperative is to be educated so that you can understand what's around you. The third imperative is to be connected so that you can be trusted as you engage. The fourth imperative is to be consistent so the system knows what to expect. The fifth imperative is to build an asset so that you have something to sell. The sixth imperative is to be productive so that you can be well-priced. But 
You can have all of these things and still fail. A job is not enough. A factory is not enough. A trade is not enough. It used to be, but it no longer is. The world is changing too fast. Without initiative, you have no choice but to simply react to the world around you. Without the ability to instigate an experiment, you are stuck, adrift, waiting to be shoved. The seventh imperative is frightening, and therefore it's easy to overlook or ignore. The seventh imperative is to have the guts and the heart and the passion to ship. Now, ship, uh, shipping is something Seth talks about a lot in his books, and it's just about once you do something, get it out there. For example, if you're writing a, a book or you're writing a blog post, first of all, it's obviously important to write it, but it's even more important to have the guts and the heart and the passion to ship it, to get it out, to put it in front of other people. Yes, it's definitely uh, frightening, as Seth said, but you can't, you can't succeed without shipping, getting it out there, getting the feedback, and adjusting accordingly. The difference of go. There's one simple thing that separates successful individuals from those that languish. That same simple thing differentiates exciting and growing organizations from the ones that stagnate and die. The winners have turned initiative into a passion and a practice. The challenge isn't in perfecting your ability to know when to start or when to stand by. The challenge is getting into the habit of starting. The buzzer box. This is where the name of the book comes from. And Seth tells a story of a time when his cousin was born. Seth's uncle, obviously this, uh, this child's father, was a PhD from MIT and he built what he called a buzzer box. Now, it was a big metal box that had a cord that plugged into the wall and it had two switches, a few lights and a few other buttons and controls. If you flipped one switch, a light went on. If you flipped both switches, a buzzer went off. Pushing different buttons and flipping different switches did different things. In the child's mind, he's beginning to understand. If I do this, that happens. It's like a mathematical function. If you put in one variable, you get a certain result. And Seth says that life is a buzzer box. Poke it. Poke the box. I'll conclude part one here. Uh, and saying that this little book is about taking initiative and starting something or doing things differently. Poke the box. Try something different and find out what happens. Now, this is only probably the first eight pages or so to set up the rest of the book. So keep listening for the next couple of parts where I go through the rest of the book and the rest of my favorite parts from Poke the Box by Seth Godin. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you learned something along the way. Thank you for listening to the About Seth podcast. I hope you learned something along the way. I strongly urge you to check out more Seth Godin. You could either buy one of his books, check out one of his TED Talks, or subscribe to his daily blog. Or go to aboutseth.com. Seth.com.